you from the stash Where reality and podcast collide within the music industry With your host, James Davis McAllister Hey, have you ever listened to your favorite album and thought, why doesn't my band sound this fucking crushing? Or maybe you want to record somewhere that you can be captured at your peak abilities. I'm Brandon, and I run Folsom Audio. Whether you need music taken from the ground up, or you just want to record through analog gear, Folsom Audio is your answer. Specializing in rap, hard rock, metal, as well as vocal production, and with 11 years mixing experience, your music will always sound the way it was meant to. Check us out at FolsomAudio.com. Welcome back to another podcast. I'm your host, James Davis McAllister, and today's guest, Mr. Andy Bain, um, probably mostly known for his uh, time with uh, Danger Kids being the front man. Um, Thanks for joining the show here, man. Yeah, no problem, man. Happy to be here, dude. So um, first and foremost, um, Danger Kids. Yes. Now, I'm from Ohio. You guys are Ohio-based, right? Yep, yep. Yeah. And... uh, you know, a lot of my friends, I'm up by the Cleveland area and stuff like that. We, we got really into you guys, especially when Paper Thin had dropped. And, oh, yeah. It, you know, all, like it just up here is like, oh, you know, oh, the next. And I'm sure you hear this all the time. And my apologies. The next Lincoln Park. The next. Oh, Lincoln yeah. Park. I mean, uh, no need to apologize. Like if we were <laughs> the next Lincoln Park, do you think I'd be upset about that? I know some. Sometimes people get like, you know, they hate being compared, you know, or being, yeah. you know, we're, we're different, we're unique, or we're original. Um, well, our thing was like, when we like in paper thin, um, or sorry, no, Light Escapes, we name drop Lincoln Park for that reason. That was the first song we put out. And we like, we know the comparison is going to be made. So let's just wear it on our sleeve. And we know that, you know what I mean? That way, like, we're not like, you know, who's Lincoln Park? You know what I mean? Like, of course we know who they are. And like, they're a huge inspiration to us. But I think we found more of our own sound, especially now, like moving forward and stuff, that it's different enough. I don't think people are really going to make much of that comparison anymore. But no, I mean, we're, we don't get tired of hearing it or anything like that. Like, it's not a we, we knew that going in. You know what I mean? We knew what to expect. So, right, right. So um, what is going on with you guys right now? Uh, we've been laying low a little bit. Um, we're still together. We, we haven't broken up. Um, we don't really post much on social media right now or anything, just because like if we post anything that's not a new song, everyone's like, we don't give a fuck. When's the new music coming out? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I do. And that's yeah. always the reply. So like, um, no, we have a few new songs. We haven't released anything yet. Um, there's some label stuff that we're working out right now, which is like, I can't talk about it, but it's really exciting. <laughs> um, there's some of that going on. And then uh, Tyler has been doing um, a bunch of albums out, out in LA producing. Um, he's done like, you know, like Falling Reverse, uh, I Prevail. Um, that last album we did with them got nominated for two Grammys, you know? So like uh, they're doing another album right now, I believe with him. Um, and whenever he's done with that, uh, I'll be flying back out to LA and we're going to try to hammer out the rest of this EP full length, whatever we're doing. But uh, that, yeah, we're still together. <laughs> that's awesome. So like with that said, and again, I don't know if you're NDA out of your mind. Do you guys have any plans for like the summer shows or anything like that? Or are you focused more on getting the new material first? More, more on the new material. Cause we, we get asked about touring a lot, even before COVID happened. And everyone's like, when are you guys going on tour again? And the answer is like, we don't really know because like most tours we've done, we've only done one headliner ever. So most tours we're supporting. And if you're a band booking a tour and you have a new album coming out, 
you're not going to bring out a band that hasn't put out an album in three years. You know what I mean? Very <laughs> so true. Like, yeah. You want someone to go on tour with you. That's also promoting an album or is like blowing up right now, you know, anything like that. So like no one really wants to take us on a tour right now, but once we have some new music out, I mean, we have so many friends and so many other bands we've toured with that I'm sure we would be touring with again. You know, so many, uh, especially Tyler moved out to LA a few years that's ago. That's what I was going to say. Killing it. Um, yeah, doing that. That's huge yeah. connections there. I mean, that's that's why we did that Falling Reverse tour. Like, uh, we had the same manager as them. And at Rock in the Range a few years ago, we we both played. And uh, he was telling Tyler, like, yo, I want you to meet Ronnie because I think you guys would like really hit it off. And I want you guys to make a couple songs together. Just see what happens, you know? So him and Ronnie met there. Um, him and Ronnie started killing it, making like awesome music, put out that album, album that was huge. Um, and then we went on tour with them because of that. You know, he was like, fuck it, I'm gonna take you guys on tour because you guys are awesome. You guys you got a new album coming out, like, let's do it. So, I mean, that's just, it's a small world. And most, most tours we've done, it's like bands we've met before, known previously, and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, it is, it is like a tight niche, like a community. It's like a community, and you kind of all know each other, you know, by proxy because this person is that person or, you know, whatever it may be. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, what was that like being on tour with Falling Universe? Because I mean, arguably, people can say what they want about Ronnie, Ronnie Radke. He's arguably, you know, could go down and is the most, you know, popular. How I don't even know how you want to word this. The most popular, prestigious vocalist band of you know of our of this scene generation. What was oh, that like yeah. to be on tour with them, dude? It, it was awesome. Like like uh, like Tyler said before, he's like Ronnie's like a rock star. You know what I mean? Like yeah, <laughs> we 100%. are like that. Like we're all we're all like you know cool dudes and stuff. But like he's just has that like aura. Or I guess I don't know without sounding too corny, but he's just an awesome dude. And like he's a killer vocalist, which I didn't like. I've I've listened to Escape the Fate way back when, you know. So I've known about him for a long time. And uh, I mean that tour was huge, but it really made me respect him even more as a musician, just because like he goes on stage every night and just kills it. Like and. Tyler was even saying when they were recording, like, dude, he doesn't have to warm up. <laughs> like, when we record, I have to warm up for like an hour. <laughs> he was like, Ryan just comes in, lays it down, that's it. Like, first take, and we're good. Like, so he's just a he's an awesome musician, and that tour was phenomenal. It's huge. It's one of the, one of the bigger tours we've done, and I mean, every every single stop on that tour was just insane, and the crowd was so receptive. Every, like some tours we've done, like maybe we're kind of the odd man out or we're the, we're the band with rapping, you know? So like maybe right. some people don't get into it as much, but I mean, Ronnie's done that he's rapped in albums and stuff, you know? And like, so if people were more um, open and perceptive, to, I think to our style of music. So that tour was especially one of the most fun ones we've ever done. Okay. Now this is a little different. I just want to know like your opinion and like what your thoughts are like with this COVID. Um, I know like me personally, I was booking shows full time prior to COVID hitting. And yeah, I know that the venues, I mean, Probably I, I, cause I don't want to exaggerate cause I'm not exactly sure, but in my little Northeastern Ohio area, I'd say, I mean, at least seven out of, let's say you name 10 venues, seven of the, yeah. out of those 10 are closed and they're probably not going to open back up. Like, yeah. what are your thoughts on the music scene going forward? Like, do you think that, you know, a band of like, see you guys with Tyler going over there and stuff, you guys are kind of going to be all right, but let's say me, right. Let's, for mm -hmm. example, I'm starting a new band what are my chances as being the next danger kids or whatever? Do you think that like with this whole COVID it's really going to put a restraint on, you know, getting newer bands and, you know, uh, these younger bands and smaller bands, do you think it's going to create a, you know, much harder road to that yeah. success or. Yeah, I, I really think so. Cause like the, 
I think it will bounce back first. Let me just say that, you know, because it's it's going to have to. There's going to be a demand for live shows again, like more than ever, because people haven't been to a live show in a year and a half now, you know, and uh, or a year, I guess. Um, but just from previous experience, like in all my old bands and stuff, like the hardest thing was just finding a venue to play at, you know, and yeah, all of those venues are closed. So, like when I was like younger, when I first started my first bands in Ohio, like at the same time, like Hawthorne House was Hawthorne, uh, sorry, Hawthorne Heights was coming out with their big stuff, you know, and like uh, Devil Wars Prada, like all these local Ohio bands were blowing up yeah. and there were all these venues to play at. So we played within our like, you know, city suburb limits every weekend at a different venue, you know, and then as we've gotten older, all of those venues have been closing already. And now like COVID hits and it's gotten even worse. So it's like, that was the really cool thing about Dayton a long time ago. It was no shortage of places to play. There was no shortage of crowds at every single one of those venues. And now it's just going to be a lot harder, but I, it's going to have to bounce back. You know what I mean? People are tired of sitting at home and not going to live shows. Like I get on Facebook or Twitter every day. And it's just the first thing I see is someone make, man, this is two years ago at this show. Like I want to go back to normal. I want to be at shows again. Like, and me too. I want to play shows again. And who knows when that's going to happen, man. It's like, it sucks. <laughs> you know, I can't, I, I still do book shows. I'm like, and I'm literally booking a um, tour for one of the artists I have on my artist development group. And like, yeah. it's, I haven't stopped, you know, and I've gotten yeah. shit for it. I have gotten shit for it. And um, I've, in fact, I've been reported a couple times. I mean, there's, you know, I've dealt with some bullshit with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's still not deterring me from doing it. I, I, you know, whether I'm wrong in doing it, I make sure I try to make sure that everybody's following precautions. You got to have a mask, you know, mm-hmm. and be as socially distanced as you possibly can be at a concert. It's yeah. kind of hard to do. But the way I looked at it, it was, well, if these gyms can be open and, you yeah. know, this can be open and that can be open, why can't I have a concert? If you can go you to know? the Super Bowl, if you can go to the NFL game, like, yeah, <laughs> there's got to be, I, make it fit shows too. You know what I mean? Like, right. You know, that it, it, crazy. Right. Like, I mean, yeah. And you know, maybe I'm wrong for doing that, but you know, I just, I never, I just, I, it's all I know, dude. You, yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? It's like literally yeah. all I know. And it's, it, it was, um, it was a real depressing moment when that had happened. Um, mm. uh, so now uh, are you into conspiracies off the music thing? Cause like my, my interviews and people will notice they kind of just go everywhere. Yeah. I don't like that cookie <laughs> yeah. cutter interviews. We yeah. got, we got the music questions out of the way. Yeah. Um, yeah. So like, are you into any conspiracies or anything like that? Is there um, anything that you often think about or you're like, Hmm, I wonder, although that's not like this. Not really. Uh, I think I used to be a lot more, um, but it's just, I don't know. Like I see so many conflicting things all the time. And, uh, I do think there's shit going on that we have no idea about, <laughs> you know, there's a right. lot of stuff being kept from us. I mean, you can, that's been happening historically for years, you know, like CIA used to do some fucked up shit. And like in the sixties and you know, stuff like that, like to say that's not happening now is really crazy to say, you know, like, um, so not, not really. Uh, I did get a kick out of a lot of the COVID conspiracies when it first came out. Like, um, all of the, like the 5g towers and stuff and like, oh yeah i yeah. i made a troll facebook account because <laughs> the town i live in they do a festival every year and the festival got canceled last summer because of covid and they're like you know like a lot of our vendors aren't going to be there this year so we're gonna, not going to do it and our city like on facebook was just this huge outcry people making fun of the government and so like you can't do that like covid can't tell me how to run my life and blah 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 so i made a troll facebook account <laughs> I took pictures of power lines outside my house and I was like, these 5g towers are causing COVID and like, we need to burn them all down. And people were like, yeah, brother. And I'm like, it's a power line. Dude. <laughs> oh it's a telephone God, pole. Dude, it's not a yeah. cell phones out. Or like, 
Oh but my god. It was just like I, I, luckily like that stuff <laughs> died off, you know. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. That's hilarious though. Yeah. <laughs> but luckily I haven't just, seen the 5G stuff anymore. It's like that's just yeah, it doesn't make it, sense. It goes like, it goes to show, uh, I don't even know if this is a word. Well, I guess gullibility, but the uh, vulnerability of people, man, they just, yeah. they're so, it's the sheep. And I'm not using the term sheep or whatever, but it's the sheep mentality of just like, you know, everybody starts saying something or, or not even everybody, but one or two people. And it just, how quickly that can snowball, especially yeah. on the internet. I you think, know? especially with COVID, there was a lot going around at first. And, and I mean, now the big one is it, is it as deadly as we think or not? Or is it just the flu or not? And there's all these conflicting stuff um right and, but like i think i think the reason they got so big especially with covid and stuff too which is not by far not the first conspiracy theory but the more recent one i can think of you know um is people are just looking for an answer they're they're, they're pissed off at the world because they got to stay home and they can't go back to life so they're looking for any sort of answer that like puts the problem somewhere else like that would I, I can blame the government you know what i mean i can blame this fucking mysterious agency or whatever like I, so I think people were just looking for answers and there's not really a whole lot of answers. The truth is just the pandemic and it sucks. And it's just like how it is like, but right. I think people were just right. desperate Sometimes to find someone easy. to blame or right. to believe, to tell themselves it's not real. And they can go back to life as normal, even if everyone else won't right. yet. Like, right. So. It's, it, you know, some people can't accept the, the simple, the simplicity of it. It's, you know, it's, it's a pandemic. It's, and it is what it is. Yeah. So, you yeah. know, I mean, there may be other layers to it, but I, I feel sometimes, and, and I'm guilty of this myself, you, you try to think too much into things, mm -hmm. you know, like mm -hmm. trying to break down things down to its finest point. And it's like, man, just let it be what it is. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, so, all right. I, I lied about not going, or we were done with the music. <laughs> I, have, I have been, I, I've had at least four to five people ask me, dude, you gotta, you gotta get on them about you already know what's coming here man yeah, yeah um you know so so let's make sure we're both headstrong here when we talk about this <laughs> how all right first of all speaking of conspiracy <laughs> theories no, I'm just kidding. yes I, I i gotta know and if you don't want to talk about it that's fine but i watched this whole thing unfold man yeah this yeah. trapped danger kids mm -hmm. um well, how did this start and what is this about this you trap know, danger kids feud yeah it's not really about anything, man. Like the guy's just an idiot. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. we, we started, I will say we started beef with them before it was cool. All right. Like, cause it got real big again, like last summer or whatever, but I we initially got into, or me, I should say it was all me. Um, got into a fight with them on Twitter in like 2016. Uh, we were on a tour with I prevail at the time. And he basically long story short, a friend were, a friend of ours, like a band friend of ours, like we meet up with him every time we're playing like Jersey or whatever. Um, he was in a band as well. And his band played with them, opened up for them, sold tickets, blah, 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 all this and that. And regardless of what happened, because I heard different things, but wait, I chose to believe him when he told me. Like they sold these tickets, they opened up for him. Um, they set up a merch table and then Trap came over and told him like, that's we're going to use the merch table because like we don't have one. Which is just like, how are you going to ban that on a merch table? Anyways, uh, so they were going to steal it or just not steal it, but just use it. And then, like, they were like, well, this is like our merch table. This is how we make money too, you know? And they were like, well, too bad. Like, well, I guess you just, we'll just kick you off the show then. And like, some shit, you know, regardless of what happened, there's video evidence of him screaming at these teenagers, <laughs> like trying to fight them, you know? And so that, I mean, that was all I needed to see. So basically, I just tweeted about it. I retweeted it and I was like, man, they need to fucking grow up or hang it up, you know? 
and he took that personally and man i followed this dude for like three straight days on twitter (laughs) and uh it was just so funny because he's so dumb and luckily now he doesn't have a platform to speak on anymore you know like he got banned off twitter facebook all that shit but i think my favorite i just i just roasted this guy all day because like i don't care what he says about me like you know and he was like uh, just making fun of our band, blah blah blah, this and that. He's like, "Too right. bad your label takes all your money." I'm like, "You couldn't be further from the truth." Like, <laughs> um, anyways, he uh, he was talking about all this money he makes. I'll never be as cool as him because he makes more money than I do uh, every year just on you know sales royalties from Headstrong. And I was like, "Oh, that's cool, man." I was like, "You're, you're so rich. Uh, why did you guys have a Kickstarter for your last album again?" <laughs> You know? Yeah, and like, why are you playing local venues with local bands? Why are you begging like, people for money? And like, what was funny is we were on tour at the time, and our tour route was following theirs. Like a lot of the same venues, people were like, yeah, there was there was fifteen people here. Like, there's twenty yeah, people here. Yeah, and we yeah. met so many people. After that happened, like we'd show up to shows, and there was like someone in someone in the crowd. We're in the middle of a song, and he holds up a sign that just says "Trap Sucks," and I just started <laughs> laughing like while I was singing because I just saw it. it was on a pizza box, you know. And uh, we just heard all these stories from other venues and people that work there. Like we met a sound guy in Arkansas and he was like, yeah, they played here like six years ago and they have their own monitor guy. And he was screaming at me because he's like the guy normally did monitors. He's like, he was screaming at me, say, like saying there's feedback in his mic. I'm like, that's your guy, not me. Like, and he said he threw the microphone at his face and busted his nose open. Like, so, I mean, that's, that's the kind of guy he is, you know, so uh yeah it just went on it just wanted for a few days and eventually died off and then it got real big again over the summer because not not did that help at all like your like your guys is like it help you grow at all or was are they that irrelevant i really i think there's just that irrelevant it it did make news you know um because like it it happened basically like overnight i was just finding this guy on twitter till like 3 a.m and then the next morning i woke up and i saw alternative press posted it and we were like oh shit you know what i mean like and then I read the article and it basically just stated the facts and I didn't look like the bad guy. You know what I mean? Cause they have him on right. record on these tweets saying local bands suck. Local bands don't matter. And it's like everyone that reads AP is probably in a local band. If not more, like yep. you just offended yep. everyone, you know? So Shit, half the bands in it are local. Yeah. So AP just put it like Andy Bain from Andy Ninja kids sticking up for local bands, you know? And that's what they paint. Like, won't say they painted as that because that's basically what how it started what it was yeah it is luckily it showed us in a very positive light which was the truth but like it didn't i was just expecting to see an article like we're just fighting and it looks fucking you know just childish and whatever and it really really wasn't the dude needed to be told off and so yeah (laughs) that's that's what it was i mean well it's people like him that did did, um you know discourage local bands and shit like that you know yeah yeah um you know and it's it's not it's not a good look dude and i get we got bad apples you know you got bad apples and a bunch of stuff like that oh, but yeah. especially like if you're following that route on your tour man like you don't want some fucking guy like that i mean he's just literally kept you know um you know putting fire to all these you know bridges that you guys are gonna have to cross over to yeah, you know yeah. so i mean I tell you did the right thing yeah. <laughs> irregardless <laughs> whether it was you know trolling or whatever it may have been yeah at least that put that out in the limelight where venues and local bands shit like that got to see it and are like oh okay well, we're staying away from that dude i had people i wonder if it's affected them uh I, I don't know i mean their last album just came out this summer and they they're making all these bold claims and uh it oh, sold, sold 600 copies <laughs> and they were saying Ooh. they were saying it was going to be their biggest of all time so i mean 
But of course, he was like, it didn't actually sell 600. It sold much, much more than that. And that's fake and blah, blah. Like, of course it is, dude. Like, I don't know anyone that listens to you anymore. I don't know a single person that listens to you guys. So, sure, sure. Go ahead and say he sold a million right. copies. And, and, like, it, and if he was smart, he'd be nice to you guys because you're like, not just you, but every band like that that's, you know, on tour and stuff like that because that's what he needs. It's like he needs that newer fan base. You, you know, would like, think. Yeah. yeah, fucking idiot. Well, he's anyways. one of those guys, though. He's, he's a. He's a bully, but he loves to play the victim card. Yeah. You know? Yeah. He bullies all these people and they they stand up to him like, oh, look at me. I'm the victim. I haven't done anything. Like, all these people are against me because Sociopath. I have my opinions on political things. And like, yeah. just blame it on whatever you want, dude. Just like, stop. <laughs> Sociopath. You know? Yeah. It's, it's, um, well, okay. Now, now, what are you up to now, man? Like, what are you doing nowadays, dude? You working a nine to five? Um, like, what are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. I work too. Um, Basically, ever since we've been touring, I've, I've always had a job. Yeah, you kind of Luckily, I've to. had jobs <laughs> yeah. that, that let me leave and come back, you know? Yeah. Uh, so, like, right now, I work at a restaurant, um, and my girlfriend is the scheduling manager. So, when I need to leave for, like, tour and stuff, I've worked oh. there for, like, almost four years. Uh, she makes it happen, you know? What do you do? <laughs> so, uh, I work at a barbecue restaurant. It's a smokehouse. Um, okay. So, uh, basically, just, like, make smoke meats and stuff and okay you, you cook like gotcha 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 i was yeah, a sous yeah, chef yeah. i was a sous chef in a former life oh, okay that's yeah yeah, that's yeah awesome. it's uh no it's it's a it's good stuff man like uh cut open a lot of briskets and stuff yeah like that. oh yeah <laughs> um, but, but it's one of those restaurants you come in you order and like you see me cutting it right there for you so. oh okay um, gotcha yeah but it, it's it's cool and they, they let me leave and come back on tour because I, I got hired with that and in, in mind you know so i've already left a couple times for tour uh, when i first started working there and like going out to record like our stuff and like the the sonic the hedgehog thing i took like a week off for that and they just make it happen you know and then uh so yeah luckily i still have that nine to five to fall back on now are um, you are you doing like anything else like is there yeah any- i'm also streaming uh, i've been streaming on twitch for i think next month it'll be three years since oh, i've been wow. streaming uh, and that's been going really well. Like, so you partnered then, or um, not partnered? No, um, partners really hard to get, <laughs> just because like I meet all the requirements except for like the seventy five average viewers. Um, my my streams vary, like they go up and down. I just kind of play whatever. Right. Oh, so affiliate um, is what I meant. Affiliate. That's what I meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so you can yeah, get subscriptions. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, shit. I'll and give I've you made, my prime. Made... I'll give you my prime because Doctor oh, D. Okay, once yeah. they got rid of Doctor <laughs> Disrespect, I my prime just yeah. sits there i call the prime subs the bezos bucks because it's free <laughs> bezos I, it's free to use and i still get the same amount you know and You're right. uh, so it's like it's not costing you anything but yeah uh no streams been going really well it, it's been honestly it's been kind of a part-time job since i started doing it um i didn't do it with that in mind like you know making it a job or whatever a source of income um but it has been lately and it's been it's been good you know like and not only that, like I stream, I play video games all the time. That's like my main hobby, you know, and I might as well stream it if I'm going to play, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, like, why not? And, and I've, a- I've met so many cool people from it too. And like made connections and stuff. And like, there's this guy, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with the game escape from Tarkov at all. Yes, of course I am. Um, yeah. But yeah, a partner streamer I've, I've met, um, through music. Cause he knew about my band and he used to be in a band stuff too. I played Tarkov with him like a few years ago. And he kind of showed me the ropes and he's a partner streamer. He got partnered like a year ago or something like that. And he mainly plays Tarkov and he's been blowing up and he did a 24 hour stream because they had these things. Long story short, people might not care about it, but Twitch was doing these things drops where if you watch a stream of a game 
for X amount of hours, you, you'll get stuff in the game that's like valuable or whatever, just from watching. And uh, so he did a 24 hour stream with like 80,000 viewers. And I stopped by. I was like, yo, dude, what's up? Like, it's, it's, it's awesome to see, man. This is like, this is awesome. Like, so happy for you, dude. And he's like, yeah, he's like, dude, I was just playing your guys' music in here a little bit ago for like 80,000 people, you know? Yeah. So that's... it's just like music and streaming go very hand in hand. And I started doing it as a way to uh, keep people updated, not just on the band, but like, you know, there's so many people from my stream initially were people that we've met on tour. And so it's just kind of a way to, to keep up and communicate with fans and stuff like that. Um, cause we, we, even before COVID, like we don't tour as much as a lot of other bands. Um, so, you know, uh, but yeah, it was just like, I don't know. I started doing it and I've, I've met so many friends and cool people from it and it's been awesome. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. Switch is like makes, my main thing right now. So it makes sense though. I mean, being a front man of a band and stuff like that, you're already kind of are popular, you know, in a way, yeah, you know, so yeah, like, I mean, you that's how well. it, yeah, that's how it started. Like when I first started streaming, it was all people from the band. Um, or people are fans of the band. And right. now it's gotten to the point where it's the other way around and it's people coming in the chat from various, you know, other directions or whatever. Right. And they're like, Oh, you're in a band. I'm like, Oh yeah. Let me tell you about it. Like, you know, right. I have a command in my chat. You type exclamation point band. It shows you a list of all of our socials and stuff. And so like, you guys were a fucking Sonic the Hedgehog game. You know, it's like yeah. mind blowing. Like, yeah, yeah, that's me. Like, so lately it's been promoting the band, you know, at first it was the band promoting me and now it's, you know, me promoting the band. Um, so it's just gotten our music out to even more people that like, you know, so many people come in the chat, hang out for a few minutes. They look up the band like, oh, you guys are sick. And they're like, hey, I just bought your guys' album. Like, you know, like, awesome, dude. Like, so it, it goes hand in hand. I don't know. It's, it's really cool. Well, I'll, um, I'll be sure to link it down in the description below. What do you, what games yeah, do you, you main? Like, what games do you play? Um, it, it varies. Uh, mostly like shooter games, which is funny because I'm, I'm not good at those. <laughs> Very like, you know, uh. But uh, like lately, a lot of Rainbow Six Siege I've been streaming. That's been kind of my main game off and on for the last few years. Um, but I play a lot of other stuff too. Like uh, League of Legends is another big one for me. Um, it's like one of my favorite games ever. And it's actually like what we do on tour most of the time. <laughs> like, That's a popular uh, game too. Yeah, me and Tyler both have been playing it since like 2011, 2012, something like that. And when we're on tour, we will literally, if we have a day off, we get a hotel room with Wi-Fi. We post up, we play that game all day. <laughs> so Hell yeah, that's it's what's like up. so much, so much that it's like <clears throat> not a problem. But like my girlfriend Ava, people will be like, "Oh, do you trust him?" Like you know, leaving for a month, like he could be meeting all these girls and all this stuff. She's just, she's like literally every time I talk to him, he's just playing League of Legends. Like, yeah, right? Like no, nah, man. I, I'm worried he's gonna miss his show. I ain't worried about him. Fucking, <laughs> yeah. You know, like there was there was but... one time there was one time where we played at a venue and the other half of it was a strip club, and but that other half had Wi-Fi. So me and Tyler went in there in the back dark corner of a strip club. And we played League of Legends at a table. <laughs> Jesus, that's like but, a that's like a bit off a fucking comedy show. I know, dude. Like people like I've talked about it on stream a bunch. We're like, dude, that is so lame. I'm like, I already have a girlfriend. He has a wife. Like, I don't care. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like so I might as well play video games. <laughs> yeah, like for real. Especially kill your time, make it make it enjoyable. Because a lot of people don't understand touring can be you know it can be tough. It's dude, it's growing. so much. It's so much downtime too. Like, don't get me wrong, it is awesome, but it's either downtime or hurry up and wait. You know, yeah, like, yeah. We'll for thirty minutes or forty minutes or an hour of your time, really, out of a whole day is all you gotta, you know, actually work. You know, do something. Yeah. The other times you're sitting there twiddling your thumbs or whatever it may be, rehearsing. Yeah, we'll, or getting we'll, ready. 
we'll play a show. I'm just thinking like a random place like uh, St. Louis or something. I'm like, we'll play at St. Louis. And they're like, oh, did you guys go see the Ark today? Or did you go to this museum? Like, no, we literally showed up at 3 p.m., loaded in, sound checked, and now we can't go anywhere until we play. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, unless we can drive to it, you know? Right. So it's like, that's just the, you know, you get up early, you drive all night, you you load in, you sound check, you play, you hang out the table, and then you drive the next show. You know, so it's a lot of... uh a lot of downtime or a lot of just, you know, hurry up and wait kind of stuff. Just get there, sound check, and then wait for three hours till you play. <laughs> like, All right. Well, we're, we're going to wrap it up here shortly. But what I, I, before <laughs> we do, um, is there anything that, like, you want to say or shout out or mention before we do? And then, of course, I'm going to link your Twitch down below in the description. But Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, mainly that, just like the Twitch and the band. That, I mean, that's... Okay. You know, that's, well, that's I, my main things. It's kind of like who I am, I guess. I know. Uh, yeah, it's it's it's. Um, but the main thing is we're not dead. <laughs> we do. Right. Have I, I was worried, and I didn't think you were because it says active anywhere I look. It says active. You know. And I, yeah. Yeah. I was a little worried because I'm like, damn, that'd be a shame if they went out already. You know. <laughs> like. Yeah, fuck. I've actually I've actually previewed like snippets of the new songs on stream and got people like super hyped. Uh, so like yeah, I'll, I'll stream parts of bits of the songs occasionally. On now there and stuff you're streaming this evening, correct? Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know yeah. what time I'm going to start, but I'm off all day today. So I was going to do probably okay. a pretty long one, but I'm, I'm going to do what I can, uh, to get this edited and, uh, get it out. But I was going to put it out later in the evening, but I'm going to go ahead and get it edited, get it out immediately. Uh, oh, that's, yeah, that's cool, man. I'll promo yeah. maybe a little bit for your stream. Right on. But hey, yeah, man, I'll mention I, it today on stream too. I'll mention the podcast and stuff. And I, pr- there we go. Then it'll work out. out. I, hey, I appreciate you, man. Um, I appreciate you taking your time and dealing with the scheduling and, you know, all that shit, dude. I'll have, dude, half of it was me, too. <laughs> I was like, let's do Friday night. And I was like, fuck, I work Friday night. Shit. <laughs> yeah. And then yesterday, you know, uh, doing this tour, got a, I had to I had to meet with these people or, well, it was a yeah. call. It's what it was. But it, I didn't know how long it was going to be. And I didn't want to, you know, be like, yeah, we can do it this time and then flake again. So. I yeah, appreciate no, I, you. Uh, I, I get that, dude. Yeah, I, I like doing this kind of stuff, man. Being so. flexible and whatnot. But um, with that said, dude, uh, take it easy, and hopefully, we get to hear some new music soon from you. Yeah, yeah, I'm, we're, we're working on it. So uh, we'll, I don't know when we can put stuff out yet, but hopefully, hopefully, hopefully soon. So, all right, man. Hey, thanks for joining the podcast today. No problem, dude. Thanks for being here. I want to thank McAlpine Meadery for sponsoring this episode of From the Stash Podcast, located at 10035 Johnsford Road, Beach City, Ohio, 44608, phone number 330-756-5019. Again, 330-756-5019. They take passion in brewing high-quality European-style artisan honey wine known as mead. It's available in 87 retail stores. It's also available in 36 different states to your front door. You can order online at www.mcalpinemead.com. Again, that's www.mcalpinemead.com. Hours of operation, Wednesday 4 to 10, Friday 4 to 12, Saturday 12 to 12, bands Fridays and Saturday nights. Thanks again to McAlpine Meadery for sponsoring this episode of From the Stash Podcast. Now on to the show, folks. <laughs> 